Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hi, and a very warm welcome to this Habits episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I'm your host, Emma Gunn Awardner. And we are exploring 12 habits over the course of 2022. These are 12 habits that we know could potentially make life better. They've got a really good rap. They've had great PR. You incorporate these into your life and you'll just be one of those people who life just looks so easy. Now, obviously, it's not as rosy as all of that, but there are various habits, ways of eating, for example, ways of living, whatever it might be, that are touted as being really good for you. And yet they can be so hard to incorporate into your life. And hopefully what we're going to do over the course of 12 Habits in 2022 is really figure out what those obstacles are and find our way through, over or under them in order to incorporate these habits in the first instance meditation into our lives in a way that is accessible and achievable for us because everyone's way of doing these habits is going to be completely different. And what I definitely notice is, let's use the word resolution, resolutions can sometimes be these endpoints that we use as a starting point, which means that in order to achieve it, you have to really go at 100 miles an hour in the very beginning, and then inevitably it peters off. Whereas actually, I think what we are trying to achieve with habits and from the messages and emails I've been getting from you, it seems that quite a lot of you have found this kind of easing your way in, dipping your toe in, figuring out what works, realizing what doesn't, and then adapting as you go along is making this habit in particular, and hopefully this will work for the next ones too, is making them stick a bit more. So habit one is meditation. And habit one was meditation because, and I've said this previously on the other episodes, but towards the end of 2021, 2021, I was beginning to feel a little bit rough around the edges. I just felt like I wasn't as robust as I would like to be. I was just getting a little bit rattled by things that wouldn't really have bothered me previously. And I thought, okay, I need to go into my toolkit, my emotional toolkit of things that I know work for me, to to just chill me out, mean that I'm not so reactive, all of those things. These are normally very private things that we, I'm sure we all, these conversations are conversations we all have with ourselves in our head. But for me, I thought, okay, well, maybe I need to get back into meditation and getting back into the apps just wasn't working for me. I just felt like it was a square peg in a round hole. And because I decided to lean into these habits a bit more in 2022 and spend a month really figuring them out, trying them on for size, figuring out what works and what doesn't, I decided to sign up for a course and do Vedic meditation, which uses a mantra in order to uh, quiet the mind, quiet the body, all of those things. So this is the penultimate habit show for this habit. 
And what I want to do in the next episode, so our final uh, show where we talk about meditation specifically, is answer your questions and really wrap up any of the loose ends that people have. So thank you to everyone who's been asking questions in the Facebook group, people who've been emailing, people who are DMing. We will get around to all of that in the last episode and kind of tie this up in a neat little bow and figure out the strategy for how to continue meditation in 2022. And these will, it'll kind of be like a final thoughts and a final questions. Um, but this week, what I want to do is respond to the question that I've been asked the most, which is, okay, I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm listening, Emma, but come on, how are you actually feeling? Is it making any difference? And how are you fitting it all in? It's kind of a mishmash of those things of 20 minutes twice a day is a lot. How are you fitting it all in? And actually, are you noticing any difference? So let's interrogate that. Let's unwrap that and see. So I think in the first instance, it has actually felt wonderful to lean into something in this way, uh, to lean into something as an experiment, to know that failure might be one of the outcomes, but to hope that on the way, it would we would find a way of making this a success in a way that works for each individual who's doing it. So for me... I want to make this twice a day meditation something that I can maintain, sustain, and that works for me and that I feel the benefits from. And so I do feel that this might be an anomaly in 12 habits because it has gone pretty well. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared for some challenges and to really have to dig deep during these habits. So maybe I've kind of inadvertently eased myself in very easily into this year long project. But it has felt really, like I say, it's felt really wonderful to commit to something, to say, okay, this month is going to be about this. This is going to be a primary focus. And I think, side note, it has focused my mind on something. It has felt purposeful to have something that I'm working towards or constantly revisiting every day. And it's just given sort of a sense of meaning. And it has also been wonderful to sort of build not sort of to build some momentum in terms of figuring out how to build this good habit into my daily life and I think it is wonderful to set a goal to stick to something to make an investment and really almost surrender to the law of consistency which I keep coming back to with anything that I've done in life that seems to have sort of turned out okay it's kind of put the results, put the rewards to one side and just focus on the consistency. And that's when things seem to come good. So that's what I've done with this habit. And I think having that sense of purpose is really wonderful. We talk about mental health a lot on this podcast. And I think we probably have all, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing here, but maybe a large portion of you, my most excellent listeners, have had times over the last couple of years, we have been living in strange times, Maybe you've had those mornings where you've woken up and you've thought, what's the point? Or it's been hard to get out of bed because it just feels like a slog. And having this habit accountable, I'm accountable to me and to you, I guess, but to have a habit that I'm accountable to myself for has given me that kind of kick to get out of bed and to feel as though, well, there's a reason to get up. Not that, I, not that it was that bleak in December, but it's one of those things that I know we've talked about before, like get up, make your bed, tick something off your to-do list. That I, that I believe in and that I do every day, but I think this has also been wonderful because it's like, oh, this today, if nothing else, I've got this to do and I've committed that I will do this. So I'm, I'm not going to let myself down and I'm certainly not going to let you, my most excellent listeners, down either. And I mentioned there about the investment because in this instance, it hasn't just been about time. So 
the project that we did together in 2018 26 habits where i'd either make or break a habit every two weeks was a time thing just every two weeks i would do this and so every day i would make a little bit of a gesture towards it and it didn't cost anything it was entirely free I think pretty much, I don't think there was any sort of financial, I mean, with the coffee one, there was a lot of coffee buying, but um, even though there probably shouldn't have been, but um, there was no real financial investment, whereas this is different. These habits, I am putting putting an investment, as a financial investment as well, because with a lot of them, I will be uh, seeking the guidance from experts, maybe paying to go on courses like I have with this, maybe buying various um, accoutrements to allow me to be able to actually kind of do the habit, but at a higher level than just kind of dipping my toe in. And I guess the financial element of it too has been really significant because again, that kind of adds to the accountability. Who wants to spend money and waste it? Uh, I certainly don't. So I can tell you this, about how it feels and I am officially three weeks into this I'm doing if you can't tell if you can hear the cogs that's me trying to add up um it's just shy of three weeks and I will tell you this categorically I am extremely motivated to make meditation part of my life and I can't explain it but it does give me that reason to get up every day And when I say that reason to get up every day, I obviously have this podcast that I love making. I have other work. I have various other things that I do. But I, before Christmas, I've always enjoyed the free and freelance. So I'm pretty flexible with my wake up time with my alarm. I prefer the early mornings, but I can slip into sort of getting up later and later, especially when the mornings are very dark as they are in the winter here in the UK. And now ever since I did the course, I set my alarm at 6.30 in the morning and I, when my alarm goes off, I am excited to prop up my pillows, put on my tracksuit bottoms and a sweatshirt because it's chilly in the morning and sit and do my meditation straight away. Don't ask me why, but it is literally, it's like a game changer because I get up and I want to do it and I'm excited to do it. And I'm doing a live with Gillian on my Instagram. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes once it's aired and it's been saved. But the thing that Gillian explains on the course, which I think makes it much, much easier, is that there's no such thing as a bad meditation. So if you are a perfectionist or if you like things to be a certain way, it can be very easy, I think, if you didn't know that, to think, oh, I don't think my meditation was good this morning, and then to lose momentum or to think, oh, what's the point? Whereas actually, even if I finish a meditation, I think, hmm, I don't know what what I would give that out of a 100 or maybe that wasn't very good. I still, I tick it off as a meditation, 10 out of 10 for doing it, 10 out of 10 for for doing it for the 20 minutes, etc. So that has been an interesting kind of angle of it in the sense of there's no such thing as a bad meditation. So even, so just doing it, just the act of doing it is tick, done, you're good, you're on your way. Um, And I do, I set my alarm for 6.30, which is much earlier than I was setting it for in December 2021, I can tell you that one. And I do, I look forward to propping myself up and getting started. I open the curtains, I put on uh, some warm clothes, sit cross-legged in my bed, propped up with the pillows, and away I go. And that's me. I've always really enjoyed early mornings. Early mornings are fantastic. I think that's when the magic happens in the day. And it's also really good for your circadian rhythms to go to bed at the same time and get up every day. That's a good habit to get into. 
but early mornings are things I can fall out of very quickly uh, if I'm feeling a bit despondent. So it, hopefully it's going to be a nice little linchpin that will keep me getting up early. Um, and then what I like to do, because I am up early, I'm done by seven o'clock, I like to take my time, make myself an espresso, have a little bit of a walk around, listen to the news headlines, uh, put my gym kit on, and then I work out and then the day begins. The afternoons have been trickier and I know a lot of people have been saying, how on earth are you fitting into a day? I can kind of figure out the morning and the meditation in the afternoon or the early evening. That sounds trickier and it is, there's absolutely no doubt about it. And I tried to do sort of extreme meditation the other day. It's not extreme, but it was extreme for me. I meditated on a train coming back from London. I'd had appointments. It was a little bit earlier than I would probably want to meditate. It was about three o'clock, 3.30. But it was more of an experiment of can I actually meditate on a train, bearing in mind there are going to be other people on the train. Now, when I started my meditation as the train left London, Victoria, I forgot about my timing and it didn't dawn on me until I was 12 minutes down the track, so halfway into my meditation, that I would be picking up school kids on my train. And so as I was meditating, there were a group of five or six girls next to me who were playing Guess Who? And it was a Guess Who celebrity. Now, my celebrity knowledge is pretty good. So I was sitting there meditating and my mantra was repeating my mantra. And at one point I was thinking, for the love of God, it's Beyonce. For, honestly, Beyonce, it's Beyonce. And I wanted to say it's Beyonce, but I didn't. I minded my business and I kept on with my meditation. But it was quite good because, again, it wasn't a bad meditation. And it was good to know that I could, when needed, if I get half an hour on a train, I can do it there. And it felt, it felt really good and I enjoyed doing it. I think picking the time when I do it, has been maybe the biggest challenge so when I speak to Julian on that um, Instagram live which I'll save um, I'm at Emma Gons on Instagram if you're not following me and you should be able to find it pretty easily uh, once it's done uh, on Monday evening on the 24th UK time um, I will ask her about that and ask her about the timings because that's the only thing that has been uh, a little bit tricky it's kind of like when's too early when's too late how long before I eat that kind of thing and these are things that you do go through on the course but it's just that kind of it's just fitting it into because every day is ever so slightly different now a few people have asked me about well do I need to do a course do I need to go to the same place four days in a row over a weekend if you please for two hours can I not just do an eight-hour session and I don't really know. Again, that's another question I will ask Gillian when we do our live. But one of the things about the course is that you you troubleshoot it. And so one of the things that we went through in some detail was what to do if you're interrupted. What do you do if you are interrupted doing your meditation? And how do you go back to it, depending on how long you've been doing it? Do you just finish? Like, what do you do? And so we did all of that. And I was interrupted for the first time yesterday morning. So I didn't get up. At, I did get up at 6.30, but I sort of potted around for a bit. And I did my meditation a little bit later. It's a full moon. And I know that Brian Cox has apparently said that there's no bearing on the full moon and people's sleep cycles. But my sleep has been interrupted this week, has not been great. And it's either because of where I am in my cycle or it's the full moon or it's both but something's a little bit off because my sleep since I did the meditation courses I'm sleeping like a log but it has been iffy this week and it's either hormones or it's the moon I honestly can't figure out anyway so it was a little bit later 12 minutes into my meditation and the doorbell goes and it's a very early courier delivering 
I hastened to add an excellent pair of shoes. Fitflop very kindly sent me a pair of their new vitamin FF trainers and they are incredible. But the disruption from the delivery was a sort of a new a new thing to have to overcome. And I went to Gillian's technique and based on how long you've been meditating, you just go back, you do a little bit more and you come out of it as um, in the way that you would normally. And the three minutes coming out of your meditation, so where you stop uh, repeating the mantra, but you have your eyes closed and you let your mind kind of wander as it were. Uh, that is a really important part of it. You can't just finish at 20 minutes and then go, right, I'm up, I'm out, I'm on my phone, I'm making a coffee. You need a little bit of a buffer before you pick up speed and get back to what you were doing. So that's been that's been the challenge that I've been facing. And I guess, I guess that would be what you would expect in kind of the third week of doing this is this is where all the enthusiasm begins to wane, life gets in the way. And so there have been meditations where I've kind of been thinking, oh, I really want to get back to what I was doing. And I've rushed them, although you can't rush them because the time is 20 minutes. But I've looked at my watch a bit more. But um, my friend, and actually I'm sure many listeners will know who this is, Dr. Sam Bunting, she also did the course with me. And I've been, we've been checking in with each other. How have you been going? Have you missed one yet? How have they been? And we've both had that experience of kind of fitting it in in the afternoon, but maybe we've still got things that we've got to do afterwards and so we've kind of been doing that thing where we think surely we're done surely I've finished yet but I haven't so these are all little things to think about um if you are looking to take the course or you're curious about all of that so um just revisiting one last thing some people have said that the time is just too much of an investment and I hope that in the previous episode where I talked about the different types of meditation and the benefits of just doing a shorter meditation if Vedic meditation and the 20 minutes twice a day isn't accessible to you for whatever reason and it might not be um, there are different types so it doesn't mean that you're excluded from including meditation in your life full stop there are options and in the previous episode I've really outlined them and hopefully a quick google search you should be able to find what you're looking for or what might be more appropriate for you and your lifestyle and the amount of time you've got there might be some options there that you might be able to find and some good ones that are local to you and I guess my final thing to say is if you want to know a little bit more about why it's so good for you then I really do recommend Gillian's book because it is it's not about how to meditate it's about um, why you should meditate and it really does go into all of the different reasons and the health benefits and the mental clarity and quality of sleep and all of those things and a couple of people have messaged me this week to say that it's um, a very favorable price on Amazon right now other book uh, shops are available but uh, I will put the link in the show notes so that if anyone's curious and wants to really understand what meditation can do for you which has been proven it's not all anecdotal then I'll put that link in the show notes and just a reminder that um January the 24th 6 p.m UK time Gillian and I will be doing an Instagram live together so once that is recorded I will uh take the link paste it into the show notes so when you if you're listening to this as this goes live the link won't be there but if you're listening to this later on in the day or from Tuesday the 25th then you'll be able to find it and hopefully uh we'll cover lots of the gaps and next week we'll go through final questions final thoughts and more but uh if anyone else has been trying meditation whatever whether that's vedic whether it's uh, starting an app for a first time whatever it might be and you're beginning to notice 
some positive changes, then do get in touch with me. Email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or go into the Facebook group. There are, there's such a lovely community of people in there. Start the post, share what you've been noticing, see if anyone else has been feeling the same. And I bet you people will be very generous in their feedback and in their insights. So if you're looking to have a chat with other people, there are thousands of listeners of this podcast in that group. And I'm sure that uh, if you start a conversation, people would love to chat to you too. And if you aren't already, don't forget, you can email me, beautypodcast.gmail.com, as I said, uh, Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Emma Guns, Facebook group, the link, all of these links will be in the show notes. You don't need me to say that again, but don't be shy about getting in touch. I've been really loving reading your emails and messages about how you've been getting on with meditation. And thank you to everyone who's been very supportive and sent me messages saying, how's it going? Good luck. It's really fun watching hearing about how it's all going so thank you to everyone i appreciate this time with you i will see you on the next one